is the 77 WABC minicast. John, we were just talking about all these crazy protests that are happening around the country. You brought up the Greek women crying in the church. Like, who is paying these people? You know, who is paying them? Well, joining us now is the former uh, FBI special agent, very long-term in the FBI, seasoned executive there, James Galliano, my friend. James, really great to have you here. I know you were a supervisory special agent, also served on the FBI's elite hostage rescue team. Who is funding these protests that are going on around the country that now are really getting out of hand? They were punching police officers in New York last night. They are getting out of control, James. Rita, first of all, good to join you again, my friend, and and, and all of you there on the roundtable. Um, yes, absolutely despicable what we witnessed. Um, but this is part of what happens when we allow a permissive environment, not just for criminals, but also for anarchists, like we saw during the summer of 2020, the the summer of peace and love, and what we're seeing now with these pro-Palestinian rallies. And look, no one is arguing that people don't have a right to protest or a right to rally or a right to support whatever cause they want, even the ones that we might find despicable. Like there are folks out there that are actually supporting Hamas, a terrorist organization, who's funding them. Well, I, I think there's going to have to be some digging to figure that out. I, I, I don't want to, like, cast any aspersions. I don't have any inside information. But I, knew, I do know that just like in 2020, when Black Lives Matter and Antifa coalesced and, and metastasized across cities in this nation, they don't bring people in from out of town on their own dime. They are funded by someone else. I, I think we we must have somebody smart enough in our intelligence, 17 intelligence agencies. There's an 18th that we don't know about, but uh, but there's somebody intelligent in our intelligence agencies that got to know somebody. I mean, and the other big item that we were talking to mm-hmm. Professor Dershowitz was all these people coming in from Africa. This is organized. Somebody's paying their transportation from Africa to Mexico for them to walk over. <laughs> yeah, that's a long walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, great point. And, and John, I hear you. And, and here's the problem, or it's, it's either a feature or a bug of our Constitution. And, and I would argue it's a feature and a good thing, but the argument is this. Unless you can tie people to a foreign terrorist organization, an FTO, we can't go up on Title III affidavits. We can't go up on listen on phones or collect the metadata to look at text messages and things like that. If these are domestics, if these are American citizens. James, we, we do point, that we off the record. That. We do that anyway. So we yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it, it's it's a tough situation because you got to thread the needle. You know, you can't just – people have Fourth Amendment protections, which means that, uh, you know, they, they should be safe from government seizure in, in, in their own home and that their communications are protected unless and until they are part of a criminal conspiracy and it has ties to a foreign terrorist organization. We're going to overprotect ourselves to the point where we're going to lose our country. Yeah. No, I, your frustration is, is one that, I, that I've heard in, in, in people lamenting it for weeks and weeks and weeks, what we witnessed the last couple of days. Can you imagine any other group other than the Catholic Church where you had nativity scenes that were desecrated, Jewish synagogues where you have people putting vile 
racist, bigoted Nazi symbols on them. Can you imagine if this happened anywhere else other than those two faiths and the fact that we tolerate it and allow it and the NYPD essentially is struggling because you, you know how uh, District Attorney Bragg is with, you know, with punishing people or, or holding them accountable for these type of crimes. He doesn't. Yes. James, yeah, this Craig is Eaton. Craig Eaton. Uh, first, thank you for your service to this great country. But you know what's interesting is we released billions of dollars to Iran months and months ago. And, and we heard from the White House and we heard from the Secretary of State, we're going to stay on top of that money. They've gone go, they've gone. Ghost on us. We haven't heard anything about what yeah, happened MIA. to that money. And you know what? It's 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 That's interesting. Trump change. But it's interesting that that money was so time wise was tied to Trump the change. Attacks. They're making yeah. two billion dollars a yeah. week on the uh, on, on the three and a half million barrels a day. Yeah. They're allowing them to pump. But, right. hey, but they're not out? even checking that. You're they're right. Not even that, checking that, that, he was like, we're going to stay on top of it. What do we do? I mean, the, the government has gone dark on us. They've done nothing to follow up that money. There's some way the White House can track money that's going there and figure out where they're getting their money from. Somebody stop yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's a great, great point because you're talking about the fact that the nation of Iran, just like North Korea, China, Russia, um, nations like that that are hostile nations towards us. And Iran is the greatest exporter of foreign terror in the world, across the globe. And if you don't think that they're using those billions, and that's billions with a B, billions of dollars to fund these proxy wars, to support and prop up Hamas, they don't have clean drinking water in many parts of Gaza. But guess what? They've got rockets and they've got weapons, and that's all being funded by Iran. That's a great point. That's where the money's coming from, and the money's going to buy armaments. And uh, everybody, we're talking to FBI supervisory agent Rudy Giuliani. I mean, Rudy, Rudy Washington. I just I saw Rudy an hour ago when I filled in. Rudy Washington related to George Washington. Go ahead, James. I just I just wanted to say the law in New York City is if you want to protest, you go down and you pull a permit out and they give you sight and sound wherever you want to protest against. You don't get the right to close streets and and jam up traffic or punch officers or punch police officers. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, they're breaking the law every single day. Sir, you are living in a time warp, and I'm with you, because that's the way it's supposed to be done. People think that you can close down the Brooklyn Bridge, that you can shut down the Manhattan Bridge, you can shut down Fifth Avenue. You cannot do that. We have allowed folks to do it, and now people think in this permissive environment that that's okay. And the number one reason we don't want them to do it is not because we don't want them to express their opinions. We need to make certain that public safety is, is, is upheld. How do emergency vehicles get through? I mean, much less the fact that people are there just working hard, working 10-hour, 12-hour days and trying to get home. But it is a public safety issue. And, sir, you are right on board there. The Constitution, the First Amendment, does not allow you to just start your, your picketing and start your protesting wherever you want. But, unfortunately, that's where we are today. Yeah, what a sad state of affairs. James, thank you very much. Join us again soon, my friend. Thank you. We will, Rita. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you.